from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Hello, thank you. Another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson presented by Silverback Advertising online at silverbackadvertising.com. I'm going to let you, I'm going to break down the third wall, as they call it. Back in our radio days, we would... You know, if we would talk about something internal, we'd be like, oh, our producer just knocked over a donut, knocked over the box of munchkins and there's donut donut crumbs and powder all over the floor. You know, you're breaking down the, is it the third wall or the fourth wall? Breaking down the fourth wall? Letting you in behind the scenes. Stuff that doesn't matter that we don't have to tell you about. That's what, how I'm going to start this episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. I'm going to tell you how the sausage is made. All right. So each month I talk to a couple of expert panel members at Dealer Marketing Magazine. And I get on the phone with Lara from Dealer Marketing Magazine. And, or is it Laura? Laura? Lara? I get on the phone with Laura from Dealer Marketing Magazine. I get on the phone with Colin Carasquillo from Xperia Marketing. And we go through the upcoming month of articles that are going to be released on dealermarketing.com. And we take a look at them and then we each pick two or three or depending on how many we can make time to record uh, articles we want to talk about. And then we interview those expert panel members who write those articles. And I try and pick articles that are something that either I feel like I can uh, you know, comment on or have a good discussion with, or maybe something that I've always wanted to talk about, but don't, don't, don't know enough about to discuss. Or maybe it's an expert panel member I haven't talked to before. I'm like, oh, let me get this guy on. I haven't talked to this guy before. But in this situation, I simply picked this expert panel member and this uh, article because I, I don't know what the word heliot- heliotropic means. Is it pronounced heliotropic or heliotropic? See, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I thought it was kind of a smart guy. I think it's heliotropic. But I literally picked this article and this expert panel member because the word intrigued me. And I thought, well, I haven't done an episode about heliotropicy before. That can't be the right way to use it. But anyway, that's how we got to where we are today now in this very moment. And joining me now on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is Justin B. Gassman. He's the Financial Services Director at McCadden Cadillac Buick GMC and an expert panel member at Dealer Marketing Magazine. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you, sir? Oh, it depends. Did I pronounce it right? Which is the, it's it's heliotropic, right? Heliotropic effect. That's exactly right. That's a big word, man, to be using this early in the morning. It is early. <laughs> you know, the heliotropic effect, it, it, it was, there was a TED talk and a friend of mine told me about this. Um, and it was done a while back by, um, Dr. Harry Cohen. Okay. And it's, it's a brilliant TED talk, but in it, he talks about the heliotropic effect is basically the tendency for all living systems to move toward light and away from darkness or rather towards that which is life-giving and away from that which endangers life. Okay. So the example of like plants, if you put a plant on a windowsill, it'll tilt towards the sun and the sun is positive and the heliotropic source of energy that attracts and gives life to all things. And so it, you know, it, it kind of compares like humans to plants and much like plants, we gravitate towards energy that lifts us up and we try to shy away from, you know, the energy that depletes us and the negative 
you know, vampires of the world, the people that bring you down. And so being a heliotropic leader is being a leader that inspires other people to be drawn towards you because of your positivity and your your optimism and your sort of your philosophy on life as opposed to the people that, you know, they just bring you down and suck all the energy out of you. Yeah, and those types of leaders, the, the people who work for those people, uh, like you said, they have the life sucked out of them. You know, like I, I was at a dealership um, last weekend or a couple of weekends ago, depending on whenever this podcast comes out. Um, and I was talking to a, a salesperson who was an old uh, coworker of mine, funny guy, nice guy. And I, I just from talking to him, I was like, this dude, this dude's spirit is broken, right? Like I could tell that he did not want to be there, did not want to do the job, had had it with the car business. And as I'm talking to him, it comes out that his general manager is is the opposite of heliotropic. And the whole mood of the showroom as a result was like dark and down. It wasn't positive. It was I wasn't excited to be in there. It, it, it's subtle, but you pick up on it. Well, everything is energy. Yeah. And I mean, you there's a reason that when you're walking down the street, some people you look at and you smile and they smile back. And some people you look at and you feel like they're giving you the stink eye and you feel like you can read and feel their energy because you can. And so the, you know, how this all came about, I was talking with a friend of mine and I was writing an article um, and it was called be, be Positive, Social Responsibility Through Heliotropic Leadership. And it's about making an impact in other people's lives and not only your attitude and the way that you leave other people feeling when you encounter them throughout the day, customers, coworkers, employees, but making a positive impact in your community. So other than just selling cars and parts and service, you know, what can we do? And so one of the things we do here at McCadden's is I organize a couple of blood drives every year and I thought it would be cute because my blood type is B positive, believe it or not. And that's very so rare. Very rare. It, it, it is rare. In fact, only 7.6% of the population has B positive. But you think about doing things like blood drives. We may sell a car. We may not. We're not doing the blood drive to sell a car. We're doing the blood drive to connect with the community and be leaders in the community and say, we care about the people at the store. We care about the people in our area. We want to do something that shows that we have a corporate responsibility that goes above and beyond just selling cars for fun and profit. You know, we want to do things for the good of society. And that's a great way to do something for your community. And it brings people into your store, certainly, that may not have otherwise considered it. But it helps the blood supply. It shows the community that you care more about doing something that's positive than just selling and taking their, you know, their business um, and I think you can do both. And so that was kind of what my article was about. But my friend had told me about this TED Talk by Dr. Harry Cohen. And when you read that, uh, when you watch that podcast um, on YouTube that they did, it, it inspired me to kind of, you know, reevaluate what it is that I'm doing and how you approach the day. And I've always had this philosophy, the Bing philosophy, which is, you know, the opposite of negativity. Every day you get to wake up and decide if you're going to have a good or a bad day, and then it's up to you. And not allowing other people's, you know, other people's issues to hijack your mindset and take over your day and determine what kind of day you're going to have. I decide what kind of day I'm going to have right away. And I think doing things for other people 
also helps inspire you to have a positive, you know, mental outlook. And so you want to lean towards the sun and you, in that, in that, um, in that Ted talk, they said at the end, you know, be the sun, not the salt. If you mm-hmm. put sun on a plant, it's going to grow and it's going to have life. And if you put salt on it, what would the roots do? It would like, it would pull away. You know, you want to be the sun, not the salt. You know, I, I remember at my dealership group, we would always talk about like, we want to help. We want to help. We want to help. What can we do? And at the beginning of the year, we would sit down and we'd say, this is the behind, this is the business side. I would say, okay, we're going to allocate this amount of money and we're going to just keep it set aside and we're going to do things that feel good to us or can help as they pop up. But we're also going to, you know, you know, we had some like pet causes. You know, we were, we were, my, the owners of the, of the dealership were very animal people. So we did several, you know, adopt a pet days throughout, you know, throughout the year. And we would do a, um, uh, uh, you know, um, the heck is it called? You know, like a keep children safe thing when you come in and you do the hair sample and keep the DNA sample and, and like a fingerprinting clinic. And then we would, you know, we would, we would keep some budget aside for if something came up during the year that we wanted to lend a hand, we were like, okay, we're ready. We can jump in on this. We want to do our part for the community. You know, if God forbid there was a car accident and someone needed a, a, a vehicle with a, a, you know, a van, they could put a chairlift on. Or if there was a hurt, like when hurricane, uh, whatever came around in New York city, we collected a bunch of stuff and drove a big truck down to Staten Island. And, and, you know, like we knew upfront, we want to be socially responsible, but we also recognize that, you know, it, it, it's not the same thing to just be like, okay, we're going to, you know, buy, um, you know, we're going to sponsor a softball team in town and call that our community involvement. Like we wanted to do something that we felt like could make a difference. And like you said, it's not about sure that that stuff in the long run is good for your, your reputation. It's good for the perception of your store, but it's not about I'm having an event this weekend and 20 people are going to come and five of them are going to buy cars. It's about doing the event and making the impact, right? Exactly. And that's the whole key. If the spirit of intent is let's put on a blood drive so that we can, you know, figure out our math and how many prospects we're going to get and what our closing ratio is, you're kidding yourself. And frankly, um, that's not the idea. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. The idea is like you said, go out and build a brand for yourself, build your name, show the community what you're about, go do something positive with no expectation of anything in return. And what you'll get in return is everything that you're not expecting, which is people will come in and they'll see that you guys are great people and they'll get to experience living in your world and living in your environment and seeing products they would have even never even had on their consideration list. And now all of a sudden, they're having a conversation with purpose with a salesperson about something they're not even interested in buying. And the next day when they're at the office and the guy says he totaled his truck, he goes, God, I was over at McCadden's and we were doing a blood drive. And, you know, they've got some really nice Sierras. You ought to go check it out. And all of a sudden he refers his neighbor or his coworker and that guy comes down and then he goes home and thinks about the numbers and talks to his neighbor and they go, man, you know, they were great. They were down there taking blood and they were helping people. It's a mitigating factor that humanizes you. It's no different than having a picture of your kid or your puppy or your wife or whatever on your desk. People want to do business with people that they like, trust, and respect. And if they can humanize you and connect with you and see that you're a positive energizer that uplifts others as opposed to the negative energizers that tear people down and that are, you know, they're not fun to be around, 
they want to do business with you and they want to see you do well because they appreciate what you do in return. So it, it goes hand in hand. But the idea is that this isn't a sale in a box. This isn't the red hot clear the lot event with the streamers and the balloons. This is us saying we're going to go out and do something good and we're not going to call the news and have them you know, Facebook stream it live. And we're not, this isn't self-promotion. This is, we hope no one's watching, but for those of you that happen to see what's going on when you go by, maybe you'll appreciate what we're doing in our efforts. And maybe you'll want to lend a hand and get involved and come by and give a pint of blood, but there's no like sales presentation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slightly off the main road here. Have you ever done one of your blood drives at uh, McCadden Cadillac Buick GMC? Have Have you ever done one around the Halloween time? Boy, you know, I don't think we have. We usually do it like in the spring and in the and in the fall, like early, late spring, early fall, because you have to have, I think, like 58 days in between the blood drives because yeah. of the, you know, people have to wait so much time. So I try to do it when the weather's good. But we've, you know, by Halloween here in Colorado, you could be getting snow. Oh, good point. Good point. We used to do, before I was in uh, the auto industry and I was in radio, we partnered with a, with a dealership every year in October. And we did the, the radio station was called I-95. So we did the I-95 Bennett Chevy Dracula blood drive. And we combined it with like the radio station. This is from the radio station perspective with our Halloween promotion. So we were like, all right, we're doing some kind of contest, but we would, we would host the blood drive, coordinate the, um, this was right when the, um, I'm sure they have it out there, but right when here in the Northeast, they started to drive in the big like motorhome. uh, you know, it used to be like here in the Northeast, you, you know, they bring in the tables and you sit on the table and you're under a tent. Now they have like the big motor home. They roll in and you just climb in the motor home and they have all the little stations there where you can donate your blood. And, uh, you know, they would come in and we would do, you know, if families bring their kids and we'd have activities for the kids while the parents were donating blood and we made like a whole thing out of it. But it was always fun to do because the tie in with Halloween we thought was always was always clever. But I guess if you have snow on the ground and it's 20 degrees, it doesn't really translate. Uh, you know, right. God, God willing, we don't have mobile, snow here. <laughs> they'd have to put chains on the blood mobile tires just to get through the lot. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Yeah, right. I forgot about the uh, about the weather difference there. It, it, so in essence, is it is it along the same lines, like a little bit about um, what's that book from the Australian writer came out it was like all the all the rage 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Um, I don't know. It was, you know, you put it out in the universe and it comes back to you. It was um, of um, the secret. Yes, the secret. Yeah, like the law of attraction. Yeah. People be like yesterday, you know, it it is the law of attraction. You will, you know, if you like, I used to know this person who was always getting into car accidents and she's always down in the doldrums. She's always talking about how bad things are. And then, but all all this bad stuff happened to her. And I'd be like, man, I feel really bad for her. I'm like, but I haven't heard her say anything positive about, it was just like this, just a, just a, a, a person who just gave off a very like grumpy, you know, ho-hum Eeyore vibe. And it's funny, I ran, this is like 20 years ago, and I ran into her like a year ago outside of where we used to work together. And she was a whole different person. And I had said, oh, you know, you look great. Thing, you know, you you sound great. Everything's great. She's like, I married the best person for me. She's like, I had totally changed my life. And I thought that was interesting. You know what? And that's, it's funny. You know, those, those people are that you're talking about, those are the professional victims in the world. Yes. You know, and you, you will get what you search for. You will see what you focus on. You know, it's just like the old saying, when you, when you buy a a yellow, you know, Thunderbird, all of a sudden you start seeing yellow Thunderbirds everywhere Yeah, because you're, you're going to see and, and manifest and fulfill what you focus on and what you pour your, 
you know, your effort, your energy, you know, your enthusiasm, your passion, your focus, your attention, all those things end up becoming your reality. And so, you know, just choosing to not be that way. And it's hard because we're all human and we all have moments where we get down. But having a way to sort of reset yourself and refocus your energy and get what you want by putting out what you want. If you want to be happy, then go be happy and go put good things out into the universe. Because I, I truly believe everything in life is energy and you, you vibrate. You know, you put out those vibrations and that negative energy, when you put it out, it comes back. And that's why there's people that, you know, everything in their life is a is a major catastrophe. Everything is terrible. You know, there's just the whole day goes wrong. You know, you wake up, they stub their toe, they spill their coffee, they wreck their car. And then it's nine o'clock and they get to the office and they've already had a terrible day. Yeah. And it's all in the way that you approach the day. And it's not really all what happens to you and what people do to you. It's how you in turn respond to all of those things that dictate, you know, your attitude and your, your demeanor. And that sort of sets the tone for the day and whether or yeah. not you're going to be the positive energizer that walks into the room and, and literally shifts the energy of a room and commands that room. You have the, everybody has that ability and that's being the sun, you know, not the salt. It's hard though. I don't want to make it sound super easy for everybody because it does take some work, right? Like this morning, my, I, uh, you know, my, uh, my, I go to try and get convince one of my children to bathe, which is always a, a struggle. And uh, my seven-year-old's like, dude, there's no hot water. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. So I've had to replace the filament on this hot water heater a couple times. Two years old, right? I got a brand new, just built a, a house. Everything is new and the hot water, I need a new hot water heater. So I'm like, oh man, like I need a new hot water heater. That's going to cost a thousand dollars. And I'm like, well, can't worry about it now. I got a busy day. I got to record Justin coming up. I got a client recap meeting later on. I'm going on vacation next week. So I'm like, all right, let's get this. We'll get this. We'll do this. I'll go to Lowe's at this time and or Home Depot and, you know, figure out what I got to do. But it'd be, it'd be very easy to be like, oh man, like I just bought a car this weekend, right? So to be like, oh, I just spent a bunch of money on a car. Now I need a new hot water heater. It's going to take time away to get it. And then I got to get somebody to install it. And, and I got to work and I'm going on vacation and blah, 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 blah. But the opposite side of that was I'm like, all right, like I know I have to be up and have energy and, and do a good podcast at 11. So at nine o'clock, I couldn't let this thing that happened at nine o'clock ruin my day. But it's not easy, though. It's it, it, to me, it's easy to go the other way sometimes to be like, oh, God, I can't catch a break. Right. You, you got to catch right. yourself. It's very it's not super easy. It's it's you have to work at it. You do. But you don't want to be a professional victim. Right. And you know what? Quite frankly, having a water heater that breaks. Hello. I lost Justin. I want to hear his opinion on what I do if the water heater breaks. Hmm. See, I'm not going to get down about the technology. I'm just going to wait for Justin to come back. It's funny because he, he, you know, just thinking about what Justin said is I used to be like that in radio. You know, we'd be doing our radio show, NASCAR talk show, and, um, you know, we worked at a junkie AM station, 940 ESPN radio, right? And we'd be, we'd be on the air and something would go wrong. You know, the phone would get knocked off. It was just this junky old tiny AM radio station. So, you know, stuff would break all the time and I would get frustrated 
because I wanted everything to sound good, even though no one was listening because it was a terrible radio show. We were having fun. And I would let it get to me. And then the rest of the show would be ruined because I'd be all angry about something not sounding right. I'm not talking about like what we're saying because I like that to be natural, but I'm talking about like the, the technology, the computer not working or the phone system or guests getting disconnected. It would get me all frustrated and ruin the rest of the show. And then, you know, right here in the podcast, the thing gets cut off. I'm dying to hear what Justin has to say, but it's all right. He'll be back. Plus there's editing. I could always edit it. So you'd never hear any of that part anyway, but oh, and he's gone again. He was back and he's gone. And he's back. Then he's gone. But I'm not going to get mad. Justin makes me feel positive. You know? I like it. Heliotropic. The article is called B plus social responsibility through heliotropic leadership. You got to check it out on dealer marketing magazine, which is on dealermarketing.com. Let's see. I think we got him back here and let's bring him back in. There he is. Sorry about that. I, I guess somebody called me and when they called my phone, then it kicked me out. And uh, no. anyway, but see, there's a great example of Life just happened. Yeah. It wasn't what we planned, but how am I going to respond? No problem. Let's pick up and keep going. Yeah, it's all good. In the grand scheme of things also, like, all right, like I told a story that related to what happened. Cool. Or I can just edit it out. There's no reason to freak out and get mad. And I was telling the story how in the old days that this kind of thing, when I worked at uh, on an ESPN radio affiliate, would just tailspin me and the rest of the show, like we had a two-hour show, the rest of the show would be ruined because I'd be right. cranky because we were talking to... Um, I remember we had a NASCAR driver, Jeff Burton was on and, and uh, in the other room, my producer accidentally knocked the phone off the thing and it disconnected him. And then we tried calling him back and his line was busy. And so this was like, I don't know, maybe a half hour into a two hour show. The rest of the show, I was just ruined. And my co-host was like, dude, we have a, a 90 minutes left to talk about NASCAR. Could you, could you, could you slap out of it? And I was like, nope, ruined. Yeah, um, no, I'm going to let that rent space in my head all day and just pout. That's great. Exactly. So, okay. Nope. But you were talking about the water heater and then you got disconnected. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, imagine, imagine what a happy problem it is to have a water heater that's broken because the alternative could be, you could be homeless and you right. could live in a place with no clean water or no running water or no yeah. hot water. Yeah, I mean, exactly. these, these are, these are, um, these are happy problems to have. Like think of how grateful somebody would be just to have a house with a water heater. Yeah. Maybe that it's broken, but God, I'm so grateful to have a house. There's people that live on the streets. Yep. My son was grateful. Woohoo, no shower. Right, yeah, he, more winning. I was like, dude, we're going somewhere tonight, man. You stink. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Too kidding. much summer sweat. We're taking you to the car wash. Um, okay, so at the end of these segments with the uh, expert panel members of Dealer Marketing Magazine, I like to ask you what you're working on. Uh, is there So you got a next article that you're working on for them you can give us a sneak preview of? You know, I'm uh, I'm actually working on a book, believe it or not. Oh, let's plug that. When's it coming out? Yeah, I don't know yet. I'm still writing it. And oh, okay. Um, part of it is is it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be called theoretical practices versus practical reality. That's the name of the book. Theoretical practices versus practical reality. Okay. You know, talks about you have a knowing problem. You know, you know, you don't have a knowing problem. You have a doing problem. Yes. Which is typically which is typically. Um, you know, the way it works. And so this is going to be about F&I. It's going to be about sales. It's going to be a little bit about life. It's going to have some of the articles I've written incorporated into the book because some of them are very, um, you know, F&I based. And um, so I'm excited about that. And honestly, I've got a few articles that are in the works. It's one of those things where they come to me, these ideas will come into my head or I'll have an idea. 
Um, the next one is that I want to work on is something about gap insurance. And so I'm thinking like the gap between their ears and then the gap between their head and their heart. Talking about getting into the customer's brain about the importance of gap, but also the gap between their head and their heart, which is you know how you connect with the customer. And then I've got another one I'm working on um, about the rolling payment close. Talking about when you're focusing with a customer and you're trying to settle on whether they're going to buy products, not so much making the focus on whether they're buying the product or not, but rather on sometimes the exact payment is the trigger for the customer. So some people like even numbers and a person says, hey, I, you know, I, I really want to get to 500 a month because that's the budget they had in mind, but they really want the service contract. So how much more do we have to put down to get you to where you want to be? But rather than saying, gosh, with another thousand down, you're at 509.16, you roll the down payment and you make them put $1,827.14 down, but now their payment's 500.00 times 72. And sometimes that triggers the person to go, oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. That puts, it's, it's a soothing number, especially if they're of an obsessive compulsive anal retentive Virgo like me. <laughs> then, then, oh, then me they too. When's they your go, birthday? <laughs> September 18th. <laughs> Holy cow, mine too. No kidding. I was just thinking to myself, I like talking to Justin and now we have the same birthday. Interesting. Ding. There you go. Interesting. I love it. So I've got all these ideas. There's another one about video conferencing that I'm working on, and I want to call it, you know the song by Tyga, Taste? It's mm. kind of a rap song. I do not. Well, you should Google it. Um, but this one's going to be called You Can Get a Taste. So I have a few things in the works, but I love writing these articles because it shares ideas that are real world, they're, they're timely, they're hands-on. It's stuff that I'm doing in the office, stuff I'm doing in the dealership. And things I want to share with others to maybe inspire them on something they can do to take action in their store, become more involved, um, or, or just, you know, have something nice and enjoyable to read that's relevant and applicable. And again, yeah. it's the difference between people that used to work in the car business that are now trainers that run around and tell people how they used to do things that, that frankly, they haven't sat in a business office, they haven't spun a deal, they haven't talked to a customer in who knows how long, versus people that sit in this chair and do what we do day in and day out that deal with the technology crashes that occur in this office and the time constraints and the challenges with all these moving parts and having to be fast and efficient and profitable and still leave the guest with a great experience. I mean, there's a lot of balls that you have to juggle when you do finance at a dealership. And so I think, you know, sharing some of these success stories and some of these challenges and some of these thoughts with other people might might be something that picks somebody's day up and changes their day from being the salt to being the sun, you know, and char yeah. charges them up positively and leaves them feeling motivated to go try to, you know, make the day a better day. I love it. By the way, is Tiger is a Tiger taste appropriate to listen to with my children around? Gosh, it depends how old your children are. Seven and four. I don't know. I I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. I have an eight year old and I play it in my car. But, All right, you well, know, everybody's different. Maybe, maybe take a listen. I'm going to check it out. Go get a taste in private and see if it's appropriate. I'm going to get a taste of taste and then I'll check it out. I appreciate exactly. it. Uh, awesome stuff. I really enjoyed the conversation, Justin. I, uh, I hope I'll be able to chat with you again soon. Looking forward to the book and uh, thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Matt. I really appreciate you. You got it. Have a good one. Take care. There you go. Justin B. Gassman. Man, that was fun, right? He's the financial services director, McCadden, Cadillac View at GMC and expert panel member at Dealer Marketing Magazine. And you can check them out at dealermarketing.com. 
All right. Thanks for checking out another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, presented by Silverback Advertising, online at silverbackadvertising.com. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.